Doing today is your boy D Loops, aka Do It All Loops. Hail my boy. Artificial AV was good. Mark Marin will be calling in shortly, but we are the creators of the Stu Beat Showcase, and we bring you to the Beat Club Podcast, where producers are heard the best place to hear new beat makers from around the globe. Here we keep it real about the music and cut to the facts with the help of special guests and listeners worldwide. If you wish to join our Beat Club Podcast community, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beat Club Podcast, and join our private producer group on Facebook by searching the Stu Colon Beat Club. Artificial AV was popping, man. Not much, man. I'm feeling good. Feeling you, real good. You chilling? Yeah. You I had, had coffee bre- today? I had breakfast today. No oh, coffee, though. Fucking privileged. <laughs> breakfast. I had no breakfast today. I did have a little bit of coffee, and uh, I got I got some chips on the side, but that's about it, fam. That's what I'm having for today. Breakfast champions. Uh, we kind of switched things up a little bit. I'm sitting on your side right now. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Um, We're going to see how this works out. Uh, Dimitri, man, how you feeling? I'm doing all right. I'm going to multitask a lot to, during the show today. Yo, push it to the limit, bro. We got. When I, I just want to see you like this. It's a good thing I'm really good at it. <laughs> it is what it is, man. But, you know, we appreciate you, man. Shout out to the Go Network for holding it down. A um, couple of announcements real quick before we start the rest of the show. Uh, for everybody that's listening, audience, yo, your beats... The audience for your beats just got bigger, man. The Beat Club Podcast is happy to announce that we're now available on Stitcher, tuned in, Google Play, and Spotify. So that means every podcast that we have is going to be there as well, which means you get heard here. And then once it's finally posted, it is out there on bigger platforms for people to hear. So feel free. Fuck feel free. Send in fire beats for all the right reasons. Uh, okay. Little John got my back. Uh, also, big shout out to all the producers who came through this past Friday uh, to Wonder Bar upstairs for our first Beat Club Podcast live event of the year. And a huge thank you to Beatmakers Boutique who gave out some free vinyl to the winner of a beat battle between Peter Perfect and Nonplus. That audio will be dropping soon for you to check out on Spotify. Lastly, I want to announce that on February 18th, at Middle East Upstairs in Cambridge, Massachusetts, we will be celebrating our 100th episode of the Beat Club Podcast live, which will be our first all-ages event. So, producers of all ages are welcome. We encourage you to come through. Uh, we're even going to have some beat battles between kids as well, which should be pretty crazy. Yo, yo uh, Young LA make any beats? Nah, not yet. Not yet? Yeah, he be slacking. Tell me when he's ready, because I think, I think Bug might be ready soon, fam. I, I wish this kid would practice, but he... He's Allen Iverson. Okay. All right. Well, he ain't talking about practice. (laughs) (laughs) But but to any producers that are interested, slots are open. So if you're down for the smoke, if you're trying to catch a beat battle body, man, DM us on IG. Let us know what it is. And if you're going to be in town, come around and make that happen. Uh, Besides all that, man, anything else going on? Uh... Yeah, let's let's say what up to the people on the live, man. Oh, what's what's popping on the live? What, what we got over there? We got Slim Jones. What's popping, Slim? Course. He said, "Oh, we got that 2019 views now, huh?" Yeah, yeah, I know, right? We switched it up a little bit because Marin's not in the building. Yeah, this today. is how we celebrate when Marin's not in the building. But he's gonna call, and you already know. So, um, Smart Boy, <laughs> what's popping, Smart Boy? That's funny. I was just looking at a pic he posted earlier. Uh, it might have been yesterday when they were doing the um. The challenge from like 10 years ago and now. Yeah. And, and his pick from 2008, he looked like Big Boy and Andre 3000 mixed in one person. I was dying. Straight out. <laughs> that shit was funny. What's going um, on, family? Happy New Year to you. Nonplus, what up? What's popping, Nonplus? Skyline. Hey. First official. First was popping. 
Yeah, all the all the homies on, man. Yo, bless up to all you, and I haven't talked to you yet, man. Happy New Year. Hope your holidays was well. And I hope 2019 is very promising for everything that you have in mind and everything that you're doing <laughs> now. You already laughing already? They, nah, doing smart boy. He's okay. shaking his head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, I did. I don't know if I asked this last last show, but do we make any resolutions or anything? We we talked about it. We cool. I think we started resolutions last summer. That's how we work. Yeah, we're ahead of the game. It's a fiscal year. Yeah. Get the bag. Get the bag. You got to be ahead of the game. You can't be waiting until the end of the year. You got to start before the end of the year. So by the time the new year comes, you're on point already. Oh, you just got gems already. This is going to be a gem-filled episode, man, because we got a special guest that's going to be Skyping in with us, man. Uh, Producer, entrepreneur, founder of Nasty Tracks Music. Cater on the track we'll be calling in soon. Uh, But before that, we are going to get into some beats, man. Uh, I will say this. To the people that have been sitting in beats, I was going through the folder and I had to skip a crap load of beats. Why? Because producers were not filling out the track information properly. So if you don't get heard this month, it's not us hating on you. It's just because you didn't do what you needed to do. And I just want to address something that Artificial AV (laughs) mentioned before we started the show. uh, As producers are telling us what they didn't do and just saying, you know what? Well, you know, if you guys can just do this, you know, it would it, it would help out. Then, you know, we can do that for you. Nah. We're doing our job. We need you to do your job so we can help you. So if you need to fill something out properly to get heard, do it. Don't be a lazy producer because lazy producers get that lazy bag. Zero. So um, outside of that, man, you ready for beats? You got the energies for beats? We we good? Yeah. We, we live, baby. We live. Plenty of energy for the beats today, man. All right, cool. Uh, with no further ado, let's get it. All right, y'all. So check it out. What we do each and every Sunday here at the Beat Club Podcast is we have a place called thebeatclubpodcast.com where producers can go and upload as many fire beats as possible. That's right. As many fire beats as possible. We take some of these beats and place them in a folder and play them for the first time ever on our show. We give our feedback and decide if we're going to keep or cut the beats. All beats that are kept get placed on a fire instrumental mix that we release called Writer's Block. And that's just our way of showing love to producers who participate. And big shout out to Beatmakers Boutique for helping us reward dope beats from dope producers as we search for our beat of the month. Get nominated and you could win a free sound pack from Beatmakers Boutique. Make sure you follow them on IG and show them love. And for this segment, we also want to give a big shout out to IK Multimedia for providing us with the iLoud micro monitors, the official record reference monitors of the beat club podcast so with that said man who's first on this chopping block all right so matter of fact let me jump in one yeah people on facebook chime in let's talk let's have a conversation about these beats let's be completely truthful i would love to laugh today but uh Let's, let's keep it real. You know how we do at the B-Club Podcast. Be a part of the conversation. I don't even care if you're not a producer. You know good music. That's the reason why you tuned in. So, let's keep it honest. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it a buck. Artificial Wave, who's the first one on, on the chop block, bro? All right. So, first up, we got T. Marsh, and this is called Jilly from Philly. All right, where they, are they from? Nah, they're from NC. Okay, cool. We're going to take a listen right now to the B-Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go.
club. Let's talk about it. Artificial wave, man. How you feel about this beat? You keeping this beat? Uh, I'm gonna keep it, but <laughs> the problem is, it sound. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but there's a lot of like filter or something on the sample and a bunch of other instruments within this beat here, so it makes it sound kind of weird. So I don't know, just tweak the mixing a little bit. Yeah, it sounded the thin in some areas. Yeah, just, just a little bit. But other than that, shit's fire. Like the transitions and everything sounded really good. So. Yeah, so that's to keep it from you, sir? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to definitely keep it. People online are saying uh, AV is right. Huh. The change-ups kept my attention. Dope. Yo, shout out to Mattapan D. I'm from Mattapan 2, baby. What up? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, man, I, I can say that the filter was distracting, uh, whatever that was that was placed a little bit too long. Um, I thought it was just on introduction, but then it came in and it was just like, oh, something just sound a little off, a little thin. AV's right. Uh, mess with the mixing just a little bit more but overall everything else is there really fire beat we're gonna let this one slide sounds like a keeper from me keep it from artificial av sounds like a keeper from the b club as well man so um unanimous yeah unanimous <laughs> bang easy we haven't heard from that person in quite some time yeah it's been a while but you know what north carolina tends to carry heat very true this is i mean i haven't heard many people from north carolina that sent us a beat that was like lackluster only one I don't remember the name. That's probably why. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Who we got next, man? All right. So next up, we got Nomadic. Is a new person? I think so. They're from LA, and this is called Anarchy. All right. Let's take a listen right now to B-Club Podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. About this real quick. Um, we keeping this beat, bro? I don't think so. Why so? What is, is it? Is it because of the low end? Yeah, there was too much clashing in the low end. Um, whole a whole lot of shit. <laughs> oh damn! People online saying my ears hurt. That high pitched noise is cumbersome. Yeah, and then I was about to say after a while that bell noise kind of annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mixing. Mixing, mixing, mixing. There was too much happening in the low end there for me. Uh, it was really muddy, and um, I wanted to appreciate it because there's there's something there, but you just didn't you didn't bring it to life. You know what I mean? You need to season it up just a little bit more. So hit the EQ, man. See what's good, and uh, spread out that mix just a little bit more because there's just too much happening down there. Um, damn. So is that a cut it? That's a super slice. Damn. <laughs> 
Oh shit People said could be okay But Mix is hurt Yeah it could have been okay <laughs> Definitely could have been Sounds like a unanimous <laughs> Keep submitting though And I say that to everybody That gets cut today Keep submitting Just don't submit another beat Like the one we cut <laughs> <laughs> Facts Who we got next man Alright Let me see Next up we got Junta Beats And this is called That's a new person? I believe so. Where where are they from? They're from Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> and it's called This Xmas. This Christmas or Xmas, whatever. And he titled it DH Mix. I don't know what that means, but I get we'll scared when I when I hear those when it says DH mix or some type of mix or whatever, because I'm gonna say this. If there's a lot of vocals on this track, we cutting it right away. I hope not. Mm. But let's see what's good. All right, I'm gonna take a listen right now. Be cool podcast, keep it a cut it. Let's go. Club, let's talk about this one. Um, I understand Christmas is over. Uh, I know this was probably submitted around that time when we were off air, but uh, I don't know how I feel about this one. I feel like it's infectious because it, it's, it's something familiar because of you know, it's, it's about Christmas, man. You can't really hate on Christmas unless you're spending money, but um, I don't know. Is there a baseline in this? It was, but no. I don't, absence of the baseline is probably what's bothering me that ha- doesn't really make me feel like I, I want to fall in love with this it's not a bad beat though I feel like if I wanted to wake up in 2019 on Christmas Christmas day I could hear this on like a little mix you know what I mean it, it could happen but the baseline needs to be present in mind man I feel like artificial wave might feel a little different uh you said the dagger factory <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um, artificial wavy man. I mean, what's what's the word? Are we are we cutting Christmas? He said, "Kill it with fire," and I I think I agree. Yo. Yeah, this it's not. It, it just wasn't the one, man. I so you like, want to hear this on Christmas? You want to want to wake up? Straight, nah, nah. I wasn't even. I didn't even bop my head to be honest. I was sitting here wondering no, what the hell's going on. I kind of feel like there was almost too much delay on the sample too, where it kept clashing. Mm. 
damn, that kind of threw me off because it was like I was trying to catch the beat and then it just didn't work. So it sounds like it ain't making it, man. Matter of fact, I'm even gonna check this because Demetri, you like Christmas, right? He's like, no. What kind of question <laughs> is that? What, would you keep or cut this beat? I'm just gonna throw it out there. You know what? I've heard worse. Yes. So I think this is a, a little bit. It's pretty refreshing compared to some of the bad Christmas songs, or bad Christmas music. I think that's there. what it is. I think so. the the bar of Christmas songs. This is like it's it, the bar is so low. Yes. That anything good is is good. And it just sounds like this one ain't making it though. Uh so you heard what Dimitri said. Good try. Good beat. But I don't think it's gonna make it today. So it sounds like a. I tried. You tried. Just know Dimitri tried to save you, but it didn't work out. Um, damn, man. Damn. Uh, oh, artificial wave behind the camera. Let me see who we got next. Okay, you doing what you're doing with the Facebook Live? Okay, okay, okay. That's cool. We're going to make it work, make it do what it do. Um, Let me see. Who do I? Ooh, nice, nice. I haven't seen this person's name in quite some time. I hope this is a new beat. This is um from... Anna had a beat speaker. It's been a while since we heard from him. Yeah, it's been a long time, actually. So, so hopefully he's been cooking up and everything. He actually hit me up, uh, I want to say around like September or whatever, and he was like, yo, he's like, if you can do this, man, just clear out all the beats I sent you. He's like, I'm working on a bunch of new stuff. I don't want none of that old sound, man. So, you know, get ready. So I, I hope this is a new beat. I hope this is fire. And um, I hope your 2019 is nothing but it's just filled with blessings, man. So uh, let's see if we can start off with a keep. We're going to listen to it right now on the Beat Club podcast. Yo. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. Let's talk about this one right here from Anahata Beat Speaker, man. Uh, it was called Revolution. Or Revolution Rip City. One of those two. Um, Artificial man, what's the word on this one? You keeping this beat? Yeah, I'm going to keep it. I actually heard it in the sense of like um, 
like a movie score or something, something yeah. that goes along with a film. So, and that shit worked perfectly. It, ha- it had a very cinematic vibe to it. Yes, it did. You know what I mean? I, I feel like the uh, the ending credits of something. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, yeah, it it worked there. I'm not sure though if I would uh, if I would listen to it anywhere else. But regardless, get that bag one way or another. I'm kind of decided though. I feel like um. Yeah, like someone's saying, not bad. Uh, I, I think I'm gonna safe keep it, bro. I'm gonna throw it out there, safe keep it. Mark Marin said, "Cut, cool sample." I think the baseline needs some work, though. I think that's what it was. Uh, motivate something about the baseline felt to me like they could it could have had more personality to it. Maybe even like a third note in there. Um, I did like when it went up a little bit, but there was just something else that needed a little bit more personality. Could have danced around a little bit more, but uh. Yeah, fuck that. I'm taking away my safe. Keep it. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to cut it because I've heard better beats from uh, Anna How to Be Speaker. So it's a cut it for me. Cut it for Motivate Marin uh, via Facebook and Arthur AV Street. Island. AV Island. There it is. Sounds like a cut. But you already know, bro. Keep submitting. Keep sending those beats. Keep sending the fire. Wasn't a bad beat at all. Just not the mood today for me. Um, Who's next, man? Who we got? Damn, we haven't seen this name in a long time. He actually participated in the stew. Was that two years ago? Are you talking about my sweater, though? Good luck. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, what you talking about? Nah, they said dope sweater. I don't know if it's the N64. Stop gassing him. Anyway, um, this next hater, up. This hating ass AV. Benjamin Banger. Damn, that's been a while. Long time, long time. And this is called In My Bitch Whip. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, 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 wait. In my bitch whip or in my bitch's whip? Be- that's in my bitch whip? Yeah, 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 you know what I mean. Oh, you know shit. This, yo, this better be fire. I love titles like this. I'm right, going to take a listen to it right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. club let's talk about this one uh i'm not sure how i felt about the reverse sample and um just yeah i'm not feeling the bitches whip i i, I don't know man the reverse sample kind of like didn't do it for me. i was trying to catch it at first and then once i caught it it was just like uh, i don't want it I, yeah i don't know percussion was cool it was just it was a bit much man just, yeah i don't i don't really have much to say i mean benjamin banger usually steps outside of the box that we know everybody else doing he takes a risk yeah so that i appreciate but this just wasn't for me and quick side note 
Can y'all stop posting your stupid ass YouTube video links to your whack ass music on our shit? Nobody's going to click the shit while they're watching us live. So please cut that shit out before I ban y'all. It's just stupid. But yeah. <laughs> Back to the show. Um yeah, we gotta cut this one. I love it when you turn gangster real quick. Like that's just dope. Um yeah, it sounds like Benjamin Button. Oh Lord, salt and vinegar, babyface. Nope. Uh, God damn. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not really. They're not feeling it. Facebook has has spoken, man. I think damn. Club has spoken. Um. Yeah, man. Sounds like a cut it. Yeah, that's a cut it, man. Sounds like a unanimous. Cut it. Appreciate y'all having my back too. They was yeah, already Slim, on it. Slim was on it. He's like, we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Like, who's really gonna click? To go to YouTube while they watching the show. Are y'all stupid? I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Y'all some selfish motherfuckers. Anyways. <sighs> but I, I, I do like. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like when you address them like that. I think that's definitely needed because that, that shit is quite stupid. But uh, it's like, come on, man. We, come on. we here building a community. You came on here to post your stupid ass link. Uh, I do want to address something because people keep asking this as well. Um. When it comes to submitting, we're not taking live submissions today. Live submissions only happens on first Sundays. But if you do want to submit to the Beat Club Podcast, you can go to beatclubpodcast.com and there's a button there where you can upload your beats. Make sure they're filled out correctly and make sure that they're MP3s. If they're waves, they will not get listened to. Uh, once again, make sure you fill them out correctly. We want to know your uh, your IG name or your Twitter name, your location, and the title of the track so we can show you as much love as possible. If you can't do that for us, we can't do what we do for you. So beatclubpodcast.com to upload and you can be on a future show. All right. It's very simple. Just follow instructions. Exactly. And we will you... not go and change the name that you did not submit correctly. Don't tell me it's just the name. Well, you can just submit correctly as well. So please on it. do it right. Yo, you need to do eat more right breakfast, son. You need to eat more <laughs> breakfast. Nah, yo. I mean, yo, we put in a lot of work in this shit. Yeah. For motherfuckers to be telling us, oh, it's just, nah. Do this shit correctly. Follow instructions. You wouldn't do that shit if it was Diddy, Dre, or any, any of these motherfuckers out here. Telling you, fam. So it... come on. Anybody starts here. Exactly. Oh, eat more breakfast. 2019. We got to eat more breakfast to be like AV fam. Facts. <laughs> if you want that shit, I'm telling everybody we're giving free scholarships to Eat a Dick University. So there you go. Submit correctly. Simple. Okay. Bang. All right, man. Who we got next? Anyway. <laughs> Who we at? Number six? I got to eat breakfast. I got to be like you when I yeah, grow you up. You got to eat breakfast, man. Be- <laughs> what you have for breakfast? You've you been gangbanging since breakfast, fam. Gangbanging. I had what? Nah, not pancakes. I had waffles, eggs with some ham and oh, cheese. Oh, balanced yeah. breakfast. Yeah, we out here. I, I thought you just had like some waffles with some syrup and called nah, it a day. The, the OJ was simply too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that one's fire. Yeah, you want one. This anyway, nah, I'm joking. Who's next? <laughs> um, next up, we got Terracotta Blue. Hey, what's going on? Happy New Year to you. A lot of names we haven't seen in a while. Um, this is called Sizzle. All right, all the way from Maryland, man. We're going to take a listen right now to the B Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go.
right, B Club, let's talk about it. I know the feed is freezing just a little bit. We're going to work around and make it happen. Um, a lot of people on Facebook live are feeling it. A lot of good stuff to say. Good vibes. Um, everybody said we're good now. Uh, yeah, everybody said it was, it was a good vibe. And I honestly expect this type of uh, beat whenever I see this name. Mm-hmm. And I like that when I expect this type of beat or this, this, this style or this vibe from this person, they tend to deliver almost all the time. So if this is your sound, you found it. And I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Artificial Wave, man, what you got to say about this? Nothing bad. Um, it's a little repetitive, but still great, great sound. Mm-hmm. One of those beats I can hear playing for a good amount of time. So, yeah. So I uh, keep it. All right. Uh, and the people online that are not spamming our account at the moment are feeling it. So it sounds like it's going to be a unanimous. Keep it. Keep it. Bung. Yeah, that was fire. That was. It was a good balance. Very good balance of what we got so far. Um, who we, <laughs> Chill out, bootleg. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out. I got it. I got it. Beatclubpodcast.com if you want to submit. Don't post your links here. We're not going to play them. Nah. That's not how it works. Nah. Very simple. On to the next. Yeah. And you are right, uh, Aunt Bell. That I would be driving with that tune, too. That can play in the background while I'm driving. Anytime, any day. Who's next, family? Damn, a lot of names we haven't seen in a while. This I mean, we haven't good. been I like, here for I like a while. this. I like this. Um, next up is Doc the Professor, and hey. this is called "To the House." Oh shit! All the way from Kansas City. Uh, we're gonna take a listen to it right now on a B Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. about to start voguing yeah oh shit uh 
Yeah, I think we do agree with the whole kick and the snare thing, though. Yeah, I agree with um, Cash. What, that now, makes sense. When it comes to the kick and the snare, are we, are we saying uh, more body on the kick or just change change the kick or, or change the snare? I think more body. Um, when it when it was playing by by itself, it sounded just a little too empty for yeah that type of joint. So, but yeah. great progression. You know, what I mean, everything fell in place the way it was supposed to fall in place. Um, and yeah, that's that's my type of vibe. My BPM and everything. So uh, I'm keeping it. You keeping it? Yeah, I'm keeping it. I think B-Club's keeping it as well. They're saying dope vibe. Uh, the breakers are windmilling on the cardboard on this one. Uh, it was fly, but I did need a small switch up. Okay. So sounds like people are feeling for the most part. Sounds like unanimous. Yeah, unanimous. Keep it. Keep it. Dope. Who was that again? That was, hold on. Uh, I, oh, Dr. Professor. Yo, welcome back. Welcome back. And just to uh, clarify, uh, they said, yes, more body. Uh, that uh, The way it pocketed with the bass was off. So they were talking about the uh, the kicks and the snares. But overall, it was really dope. So uh, welcome back, man. 2019 sounded good so far. Um, Artificial Wavy, man. Who we, who we got next? Let me see. Yeah, we kind of flying through these beats right now, too. Um, Next up is Trippy Pizza. And this is called <laughs> Cloud Nine. He's oh, in the Bahamas? Hold, hold on one second. It's, we got Marin on the line real quick. Marin, you there? I'm here, man. What's oh, was that what on? that was? Yeah. Hello? Marin, you there? Yeah. All right, yeah, you cool. hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know who was talking at first. I was like, I'm over here muting my computer. <laughs> I did the same shit. What's poppin', Marin? How you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. What's good with y'all? Not much, man. We chilling. You sound like you're, you're laxing right you now. You sound like you got a hangover. Nah, nah, man. I haven't even. I haven't. I haven't drank all weekend, man. Y'all see, I was. I was sober at the podcast live, man. I haven't drank, man. I'm. I'm just chilling, watching the Pats, though. Oh, you know. Oh, okay. So that's why you ain't here because you watching the Pats. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm in. I'm. I'm in. I'm in New Jersey. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Business a pleasure. A little bit of both. You know, you got to mix it up a little bit, right? Yeah, this is right. That's a very Gemini answer. <laughs> and now Marin get down. <laughs> well, shoot, that's what it is, man. You was feeling that beat last time, that, la- that last beat we was playing? I didn't catch that one. The last one that I caught was the um, the Terracotta Blue, which was real smooth, which yeah. was definitely some different shit. I, I didn't really hear nothing like smooth like that from him before. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I didn't catch the, the last one. Oh, no. Nah, yeah, it was certified. It was certified. Okay. You'll catch it on Tuesday when it drops, man. But it was certified. <laughs> but it is what it is. Let me see. Well, we're going to get your feedback on some uh, this next one, though, because A.B. said what? We got who? Trippy? Trippy Pizza. Trippy. Yeah, Trippy Pizza. And it's yeah, called. Well, I've seen, uh, I definitely <laughs> see like a lot of the home homies have, have, have made it back for the new year for this show. That's what's up, though. Yo, they said Marin's in the massage parlor. <laughs> That's what it sound like, though. Yeah, it sound man, like he chilling, man. I'm about, I'm about, I'm about approaching, approaching the happy ending soon. Man. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> we'll make sure we mute you on that part, bro. <laughs> horrible, horrible eyes. What, what's the beat called again? This is called Cloud Nine, and his location says Bahamas. That's where he's he's been all this time. You been sending beats from the Bahamas, bro? I thought he. I don't know. Whatever. It's a whole nother ball game. Just right made there. me jealous on the low. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna take a listen to right now the B Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go.
right, B Club, let's talk about this one real quick. Artificial 80, man, how do you feel? What's the word? I can't say that I like slow tempo beats from Trippy Pizza at all. Well put. And I, I think that's really what went here. What went, what, what went wrong here? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think we got spoiled. I yeah. think we got spoiled with a certain tempo with Trippy Pizza, and this one came through, and it just, yeah. I'm used to high energy, lots of transitions, and, and a better mix as well, because that bass, like, yo, I had the headphones on, and it felt like somebody had speakers right here, and all I felt was that low, low cut, yeah. low end. Yeah. Sometimes when I hear beats like that, I feel like people start off with the 808s first and the beats and they get they get so lost in it and everything else. Like, uh, yeah, that should have been something that was like kind of under the mix. What's happening? Oh, OK. Um, oh. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to say cut it, man. Yeah, cut it because we, we already have a bar for Trippy Pizza. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you move your location to the Bahamas, man, but wherever you move from, move back. <laughs> <laughs> Sending them beats from their family. You, the, the Bahamas got you too relaxed Got you sending uh, slower beats and shit But number love here But it sounds like it's going to be a Damn You wanna take a break And then we'll see what's good Yeah let's do that Let's get Alright cool situation. So what we're gonna do We're gonna get some stuff settled man So when we come back We're gonna talk to Kato on the track um, Get some stuff squared away So in the meantime Go take whatever break you need to break uh, Whatever break you need to take And then come back <laughs> You dig what I'm saying? Alright com. Let's get it What's up, y'all? This is Kato on the track. You are now listening to the Beat Club podcast, where producers are heard. Easy. We are back. (laughs) Kato, what's popping, man? How you doing? I'm good, bro. How are you? How are y'all doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm on coffee right now. I got good vibes, man. I'm glad to have you here. Uh, Good people here. here. We're good. We're good. We're good. I, I want to say this before we even start the rest of the show, man. Just um, I'm glad I'm able to see you and, and say this to you. But thank you so much for what you contribute to the game and what you do when it comes to just being outside of yourself and sharing information. Because we, we've we been doing production for quite some time. And I feel like if we had some people in the game that were Definitely. sharing that type of information when we were young and hungry that way, it would have made a hell of a lot of difference. So just thank you so much for just continuing to do that. And um, because... You're helping push the culture as you push yourself. So yeah. just thank you for that, man, very much. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. And I, I feel the same way, which is part of the reason why I do it. Because um, I feel like the producer community especially needs that, you know, especially going into 2019 where we're in such a independent age of, of music. You know, it's needed now more than ever that, that just that source of knowledge and education. So... I think it's important, man, but I appreciate y'all. You got that. And I just wanted to tell the people, man, for people that are not familiar with Kato on the track, man, I'm just going to just drop some names uh, for you. Uh, so he's a producer, entrepreneur, founder of Nasty Tracks Music and Beat Club. Um, Fox, he's a, oh, wait, Fox is So You Think You Could Dance, B.O.B., K-Camp, Wu-Tang, Dizzy Wright, Tory Lanez, Trinidad James, Jordan Lucas, Token, uh, Hobson, uh, Jaron Benton, and, and just so much more, man. You've been, you've been doing some work, bro. You've been doing some work, man. Can we clap it up for the work real quick? Do some work. Little John got your back, man. Uh, so one thing we wanted to do uh, is we wanted to shine some light on some of your production. You got so many beats out there. So we put Artificial Wavy up to find us some beats on your page. And uh, we just wanted to play a couple for the people just get, so they can get familiar with your sound. Um, so, I mean, do we just pick it or do you? Yeah, let her, we but, could do it. You wanna, I mean, you picked them. Which one do you want to go He's heard his beats. Yeah, he definitely has. 
Uh, we got Lord Knows, The Church. Uh, yeah, let's start with Lord Knows this Sunday. Th- there you go. So, Dimitri, can you pull that one up so they can get familiar with Kato on the track? Bitch! game dimitri your fade game is mean fam i hear meek millie all over that yelling yeah, all over yeah. that gym. yeah uh let's go to another one we, what we got oh wait this is all kind of sunday base yeah you, i yeah, know what i'm is. doing that's, that's, <laughs> that's funny that y'all pick though yeah <laughs> you smart you smart you smart uh so we're gonna go with what the church yeah go with the church let's take a listen to the church right. man by kato on the track let's get it some soul little belly roll certified in it too you know what i mean it's like little belly roll going on uh we're gonna play one more man before we get to this interview one more what was the uh, other one av it was um can't lose yeah all right cool you ready for that dimitri let's take a listen right now to b club podcast kate on the track on it let's get it family is saying keep it (laughs) (laughs) well you just got kept on the beat club fam (laughs) thank y'all yo man shout out to kato on the track man those are some of the beats if you uh wish you had some more of his beats and such we're gonna plug all that information throughout the show so just listen i'm pretty sure there's gonna be mad gems here just gonna be dropped man so uh kato man i i I got so many questions to ask you but so little time but we're gonna take advantage of it um i want to know uh 
where do you draw your musical influences from? Um, I mean, I can, I'm sure you can tell just by listening to those three tracks that I, my influences, you know, so I'll, I'll take it back a little bit. When I was in college, that's kind of where I picked up a lot of my hip hop influence. And at the time I was going to school in, uh, in Philly. So I picked up a lot of like East coast, East coast, like the roots, a lot of like Philly, just like grimy hip hop. Um, so that's kind of where my sound started. Mm-hmm. And then I made that move to Atlanta. And so that kind of introduced a whole new wave, just a whole new like sonic to my uh, to my music. Um, so then, you know, I was introduced to a lot of trap music and um, just a lot of like the classic Atlanta music. Um, so it's, it's kind of all over the place, but you know, everyone from Dre to Primo to Zaytoven to DJ Toomp, like it's everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I'm just a fan of hip hop. So wait, you went from VA to Philly to Atlanta? Yeah. That, yeah, those are some music meccas right there as far as like yeah. production period. That's yeah. like, what's in the water in VA, yo? <laughs> he drank, I, he I drank three man, different like, types yo. of water. Like, <laughs> so much talent out of Virginia that, yeah. like low key, I don't even think people really know who's out of VA like that, but Obviously, you know, like the Neptunes, Missy, Timbaland, you know, um, not yeah, Clips, yeah, not yeah. Yep. Bank, yep. Bank, yep. You're absolutely right. Oh damn, Bank too. Yeah, God damn. They, they all from there. We need to take a trip to Virginia, son. <laughs> we drink some of that Virginia water. <laughs> see what's going on. <laughs> so, um, also, you played instruments as well. Yeah, I was a band kid in high school, so I, you know, I kind of grew up playing instruments, picked up drums. You know, taught myself how to play the guitar. Um, you know, so music has always been a, a part of my life in one way, shape, or form um, for a long time. How does that help with you making uh, beats nowadays? Do you find you taking like you know some of your like your musical ear or just some of your uh, your talents with instruments and integrating that within your beats nowadays? It's a big part of it, man. Especially me learning how to play drums and just getting that rhythm early on. I mean, that's such a huge part of any type of like urban hip-hop or r&b music even like electronic music you know it's it's such a huge part of that so i definitely credit credit me learning that early on yeah because there's uh this, oh go ahead go ahead Mary. yeah nah man i wanted to to ask about like because i can relate to this like being a an mc that that produces make makes beats as well so i wanted to know like when you got into actually rhyming and just like how you balance the two like how do you you know balance being a recording artist and a producer and you know it's kind of like your production has kind of brought you to the forefront but you're you're still an artist so how do you balance that well so i stopped rapping back in 2000 maybe like 9 2010 somewhere around there uh but the re- really the only reason why I started rapping was because number one, I was in Philly at the time and a lot of that hip hop in that city just kind of influenced me. And so I started making beats first and I had no way of getting my beats out there. You know, I didn't know any artists out there. So I was like, fuck it, I'll start rapping on my own shit. Yep. You know, so I started rapping, you know, making my own beats and I started putting it out there. Uh, and then once I moved to Atlanta, you know, I met a lot of artists in Atlanta, so that kind of 
shifted me towards the production side. So I was like, damn, there's so much talent here. I just want to make music with them, you know? And I felt like my strengths were more in the production side. So um, I just stuck to producing and I met Jaron and just started meeting all these talented artists and producing for them. That's dope. But but still coming from the artist standpoint, does that help you like with the production? That Like, do you bring ideas for songs or ideas for melodies or hooks and things like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I think... I think really understanding the mentality of an artist, because I was there and I used to do that, really helps as well because I know what artists are thinking in the studio. I know, you know, what's going to inspire them to write a certain type of way or, you know, flow or rhyme pattern, cadences. Um, you know, so it really helps to, to understand where an artist heads at uh, as a producer. So. They they go very much hand in hand. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to ask this: If you could share one lesson with your past self to prepare yourself for the industry today, what would it be? Oh shit! I love that look. <laughs> I love that look. Damn. I mean, there have been so many lessons. It's like, um, I guess I guess I would just stress over and over again the importance of building relationships in this industry Mm -hmm. Um, because there's been so many times over my career where I've met people very early on in their careers and um, and they went on to just do amazing things and those relationships have played such a key role in my career that I've I wish if I would have done like more of that. I mean, I did a lot of that early on in my career, but if I would have like just kind of like stepped that game up a little bit, yeah, I feel like I'd be fucking killing it twice as hard as I am now, you know? But, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's just important, man. Just networking, meeting people, like. And, and cultivating those relationships. It's it's such a huge part. So so I guess my, my other question would be because we meet a lot of producers and a lot of producers are um, introverts for the most part. Yeah. Uh, so what you're saying is like great information, but it's also like how do they, do they have to step out their shell completely or is there another way that they can kind of approach and start that relationship without uh, acting like someone else? Like do they need to bring... I want to say a business car or, or, or thumb drives or something like that to create that conversation. What tip would you give them? You know what? I think the biggest thing that I did for my career was just stepping out of my comfort zone. Doing that brought me so many opportunities. And, you know, it, it was easier to do in my 20s because I just had I, I just had such a don't give a fuck attitude. Like there's nothing to lose. Why not? Yeah. Like, fuck it. Um that was so strong in my 20s where, you know, I would just go out and network with everyone. Like I would go, this was before social media existed. Like Instagram wasn't around, Twitter wasn't around. It was just my space. So I would literally press up all my own CDs, go to the mall of Georgia and literally hand out my CDs, take down emails one by one. And that was like my way of getting out of my comfort zone and just hustling, like networking, getting the word out. So I feel like, you know, especially for producers, because like you said, we're introverts at the end of the day. Facts. Um, but 
if you are able to step outside of your comfort zone and do things that you wouldn't normally do, I would say you probably have a lot more to gain from those experiences than not. So, yeah, I think it's just a matter of, of doing it. Yeah, it, it becomes easier as you do it. You know what I mean? Like as you meet with one or two or three people, take down one or two, three emails, it just becomes easier. You learn something different 100%. about yourself. Yep. Dope, man. Well, look, we're not going to get all the gems right away. We're going to listen to some beats as well. We're going to keep you around for some Keep It or Cut It, uh, where we're going to play the beats. We're going to go around a room, and we're going to vote on the beats to see if they're worth keeping or cutting. Just know, if you hear a fire beat, you can nominate it for beat of the week. All right? Mm. If a beat is absolutely fire, though, nominate it for beat of the week. And if it's the only beat of the week nomination at the end of the show, they'll be able to compete for beat of the month and get a free sound pack. So uh, your, your, your vote matters a lot right now. Cool? All right on. All right, Let's so um, uh, Artificial Wave, who we got next? All right, so I think this is a newbie. They're, um, they're from where? They're from the UK. Oh, shit. And I believe the name is Blunt Object, and the name of the beat is Dead as a Dojo. I let a wave slide through, Dimitri. You see that shit? MP3s produces MP3s. Oh, so you fucked up. I, did, I fucked up this time. <laughs> I fucked up. Please fuck up. All right, cool. We're going to take a listen right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. Club, let's talk about it real quick. I want to hear what Marin got to say. Yo, uh, <laughs> massage Marin, man. What's the word? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this one, man. I'm gonna cut it. Um, yeah, it was just cool, man. It really didn't, it didn't move me. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't really have too much critique for it. I mean, I think it was cool, like for what they were trying to do, but I, it just wasn't. This wasn't for me today, man. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just needed. Just needed a little more. You know. what I'm saying. I think the sample itself was cool, but um. I don't know. Just a little more movement with the bass line. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, the drums were a little too rigid for me. Like not really slapping like that. So. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm gonna cut it. Uh, is anybody keeping this beat here? I'm not. Kato, any word on this beat? Damn, y'all are harsh. <laughs> we gotta be, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what, man? I'm I'm a fan of lo-fi. Like I I love lo-fi beats, and I listen yeah. to them. Um, just like when I want to get in that mood of just like kind of chilling out and zoning out. So 
I enjoy lo-fi beats for what they are. I, I realize that they don't have to necessarily be uh, have all kinds of like crazy transitions and right. peaks and valleys. Um, so just for the sake of like me being a lo-fi fan, I would I would rock out to that. I'm gonna keep it. All right, so he's gonna keep it, but we're, we're all gonna cut it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so Cato man, I I do appreciate you being on the show, but it sounds like we gotta get you a, a ticket to Cato Island, man. Population one, bro, because uh, it sounds like it's gonna be a. Y'all are on Cato Island. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Just how you said getting the first email and such, you know, is easy the first time. Once you say cut it. The first time, it becomes easier throughout the show. Yeah. But I got I'm you. I'm going to try it. Hopefully, I, I'm going to get to try it on this show. I'm looking forward to that. We're, we're going to see what we got next. Who we got next, family? God, I like this one. Oh, uh, we got Heat from North Carolina coming through. Yes, sir. Next up, we got Smart Boy Beats, and this is called Giving. All right, we're going to take a listen right now to Beat Club Podcast. Keep it a cut it. Let's go. Let's talk about this one. Um, we got people online saying, Woo! Yikes, fire emojis. <laughs> Keep uh anybody here cutting this beat? Be crazy nah. to cut this shit. Kato, you look like you, you what, what's going on, Kato? Uh -oh, uh -oh, oh, here it comes. Uh -oh. What's the word, Kato, on the track? You keeping a cut in no. this beat. So check it out. So tech from a technical aspect, like the shit is crazy. If it was a beat battle, I yeah. would hands down keep it. Um, and I'm still kind of torn because you, you know it was dope, but I will say, you know, from a production standpoint of just being like a producer working with a lot of artists, uh huh. Mm -hmm. I think I think it was kind of overproduced. Like there was a lot going on at one point, and there's no way that you would have been able to put any sort of vocals or artists on that. Mm -hmm. Um. So just for that. Oh, okay. I'm gonna cut you off. You know, I didn't tell you this, but you can also throw out one safe keep it, which is like you're on the fence, but you, it's like a pity keep in a way. But yeah, just throwing that out there. Not trying to sway your vote, but yeah, just letting you know. <laughs> right, right. Damn. Um, so if I cut it now, can I come back and like? Nah. nah. <laughs> Be harsh. We, we about moving forward. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm a. I'm gonna cut it, man. I'm gonna cut it. I okay. From, from a technical aspect, it, shit was crazy. Like whoever made that is is super dope. Just I would just say keep in mind not to overproduce shit. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. All right, cool. So that's a cut it from Kato. 
I actually I, I got a ring to it. Um, <laughs> the rest of us are keeping it though. Yeah, he on his island again, I, man. I, yeah, but that's I, Cato <laughs> Island again. Uh, absolutely, but I, I did notice. Uh, I think the instrument, the it, I don't know what it was. It sounded like the, the plucks or whatever that was. I think that's the part that was kind of overproduced. It was like too much there at that point it in was time. Heavy. Yeah, but um, if that was removed yeah. at one point in time or just left on the hook or something, then it might solve that issue. But I'm still gonna keep it. And uh, Kato is still on Kato Island today because that is a keep it on my island. Keep it. School is better weather on the island, man. <laughs> Let's get one more in. Let's get one more in. Who we got next? All right. Yeah, we kind of breezing today, man. Oh, <laughs> next up is uh Christianity, and this is called DNR. I don't know what that means. Do not resuscitate. Oh, okay. Don't ask how I know that, but I know it. Cool. Okay. All the way from Florida, we're going to take a listen <laughs> right now to the B-Club Podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. club let's talk about this one right here artificial wave man you you keeping the cut in this beat what's the word uh i'm gonna keep it but i feel like it we've heard better from christianity though but this one was just a different vibe um real smooth vibe i feel like he could have took out some of the things um that were too constant in the beat but other than that it was still pretty good I felt like this beat made me feel like you were in the back seat high during a road trip and you were just chilling. Like you didn't you didn't have to drive. You just you already you you paid for the gas money. You're just cruising. I rock with that. I can see that. Yeah. Like you just sitting back like, yeah, I, I got the gas. Let's go. Um I can see that. It was smooth though. It was smooth. Uh I'll keep it, man. Motivate Mary, you feel the same? What's up? Yeah, that's a keeper for me, man. I don't really have any complaints about that. I think that was a dope beat. <laughs> like that shit was fire to me. Like I just like the whole zone of it, and just depending on the type of artist like that you get on it, like you know, I, I think that's ready to go. I'm keeping that. All right, cool. Let's see, uh, Kato on the track, man. What's your word? I really dig it, man. Keep it, keep it. That's easy. People online are saying keep. Uh, I thought it would knock harder, but it's dope. You gotta. Uh, <laughs> they want me to run something else back. Uh, <laughs> really, I thought this. Was an easy keep. Yeah, it sounds like a unanimous at that. Our first unanimous. Keep it. Okay, to want to track. Bow, bow, bow. 
There it is. Yeah, we calibrated now. We good now, man. We had to get Cato back off the island. island. <laughs> <laughs> I swam. I swam ashore onto B Club Island. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, so, Cato, man, I read something online where you said uh, I talked to a lot of people who are paralyzed by their own thoughts and fears about releasing music. Um, you said uh, I used to be that way too until I realized I was holding myself back. Yep. At what point in time did you realize you were holding yourself back, and what step did you take to change that for yourself? So first of all, let me say that I think every artist has this. It's just the ones that are able to get past it are the ones that ultimately uh, end up seeing the most success. But um, I think I hit a point in my career, maybe like three, three, four years ago, where I was at a certain point where I had some cool placements under my belt. I had just come off the funk volume situation. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I had executive produced Jaren's first album off that off the label, and it did really well. And I had nothing to show for it. You know, like I was, I was kind of stuck. Like I was, I was number one. I was broke. Um, number two, I just, I didn't see. I kind of felt like everything was plateauing a little bit. Mm -hmm. So. I was just scrambling trying to figure out like I had to take a moment to step back and just analyze where I was in my career and what I might have been doing wrong. And I realized that I just needed to get out of my own way, like stop having so many inhibitions about, you know, putting out music or just like just real stupid, like micro small things that were holding me back from really achieving the level that I knew I was capable of you know because every artist has it in their head like oh you know I don't I don't know how I feel about this beat or I don't know how I feel about this song so I'm just not gonna put it out but to me I've been in situations where I'll be in the studio where uh, with an artist and I don't know how I feel about a beat but somehow I end up playing it anyway and he picks that one out of all the other ones you know <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's like you just never know what people are going to gravitate towards like artists got to get outside of their own head and understand that it's ultimately the audience that's going to decide what they think of your music you know um, so once I realized that man it was just like the floodgates open and I, I just didn't have any um, I didn't have any sort of wall in front of me to, to stop me from from reaching that level you know gotcha gotcha uh, I also was uh, checking something when you were talking about like saturating the market you know when it comes to beats and such um, on this show sometimes we get 40 beats from a producer and they're not all good they're not all yep. good at all so I, my question is saturating the market with your beats without having some sort of quality control uh, over what's put out is this helpful or hurtful for a producer that's just trying to get out there and get exposure you know what even even if you're not putting out your best shit i feel like in order to really know that you still have to get feedback from people and how are you going to get that feedback if you're not putting it out mm -hmm. and that's the vicious cycle that artists get stuck in is like they they think that just because in their own head something is not good it stops them from putting it out and they have this fear they develop this fear of putting out music. Um, but to me, it's like, you need to get that feedback from people. That's how you know where you are, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise you're just stuck in your own world. Um, 
So I say even if you're not at the point where, you know, all your shit, you feel confident about all your shit, still, like, put it out. People like to see progression, too. Like, yeah. artists, you know, I've seen artists start from the bottom and and become millionaires independently off of their own music and build, like, crazy fan bases. But they didn't start like that. Like, no one starts from that level. So you can't be you can't be afraid to, to put out your music, man, period. I think that's also uh, actually I, I want to congratulate you for challenging um, the perfect perception that we need to have as producers, especially on like social media, because you did something called the the worst speech challenge as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there was some. There was you. You asked folks to just upload their shittiest beats. Yeah, and just put it out there, yeah, and I, I think fun. that was good because it was just like you know what, no pressure, just throw it out. I think some people were actually trying to sound as shitty as possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's just and good. That's okay too, man. It, it just it was just kind of something like. I wanted to challenge, like you said, I wanted to challenge what people's definition of like, you know, what is perfection? Like perfection to me, I still don't feel like my beats are perfect. And I have placements, like I've worked with a lot of um, top level artists, but I still don't feel like my shit is perfect. Does that mean I shouldn't put my shit out? No, mm -hmm. you know? So perfection to me doesn't exist. It's this made up thing that people strive for I think it's good to always challenge yourself creatively to, to always push the boundaries. But if you're letting perfection stop you from making progress, I think that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah, it was. Uh, you can never reach perfection, but you can always strive for excellence. One hundred percent. Gems. You know, it's gem for gem, son. I got K to on the track, fam. I got to be able to do this. Uh, here's another question, right? Well. Not really a question, but I noticed on your website you have a really awesome opportunity there for for certain people. Um, I know that you you make yourself available for people online and offline. But can you speak on this idea of collab with Cato? Yeah. On your website, because that's just like an awesome opportunity for people to take advantage of if they're serious. For sure. Yeah. So I open up collabs to anyone that that is willing to uh, that wants to collab. You know, um, I charge $200 for my collabs and that opens up the door to um, online beat selling through my through my beat store. So I split all the revenue 50 50 with the producers that I collab with, put it in my beat store. I get them on YouTube. I shop them for placements. I shop them for sync licensing. Um, so there's all kinds of opportunities that can come out from you collabing with another producer whether it's paid or free i just think collabing with people in 2019 is such a huge way of reaching a different audience and and opening the door to a lot of opportunities you know did you just say 200 dollars? 200 dollars that's fucking bonkers. That's a no-brainer, actually. That's bonkers. Your, your email must be blown up. <laughs> <laughs> your email's probably about to blow up. Yeah. <laughs> my DMs and my email stays pretty lit, but um, you know, I'm 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 always welcoming of like working with new people. Yeah, I I, I hope more people take that step. You know what I mean? Because collaboration is everything. You know, as of right now, and uh, yeah, I thought your price was about to be way up there. Like that's cheaper than some people's equipment. And software, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Exactly. So you gotta invest in yourself. It takes money to make money, man. Oh yeah. damn. So so wait. So how does so how does that work? So they they pay, and they can submit like something that they already started working on, and then you build on it. Like how, exactly how does that work? 
Yeah, so they pay for the collab, and then usually I ask for them to send me like two to three melodies that that they've worked on. A lot of times, like producers even send me full beats that that sound finished, ready to go, and they're like, "Yo, Kato, can you work on this? Like, <laughs> can you do something to it?" <laughs> and I have to like, it's almost it's 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 even inspiring for me because it kind of challenges my creativity sometimes to. You know, I'll be honest. Not not every single collab beat that I've gotten was fire. You know, but you have to figure out some way to flip it, some way to make it dope, some way to add my own kind of sauce onto it. So,、um, you know, so I usually ask them to send over a couple melodies, and from there I'll just add whatever I think it needs. You know, finish the vibe.、Mm. And they can put it in、nope. their store, and you can put it in your store, and it's kind of like double promotion.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. To the producers that are listening, you need to take advantage of stuff like that. Like, I didn't know it existed until this week, and、um, I might need. To do I've gotten、like、producers their first placements <laughs> through that kind of stuff. Like, I got a track coming out with、uh, Dizzy Wright and Jaren that was a collab track that I got from a producer not that long ago. Um, you know, and I'm sending beats out. I'm sending these beats out to to everyone I know. So there's gonna be a lot、and、of placements does, that come from that. And and how does that work? Like, is there like a requirement that like because you know like you might get somebody that's like on the come up that's that you know you, and I I know this won't surprise you, but like a lot of guys don't have their publishing and things like that. So how does that work? Like for the splits, and do you like? You know, require people to kind of get their business right if they're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, co-pilot with you on something like that. Like, how does that part of of it work? Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm always gonna encourage producers to understand the business side and understand how publishing works.、Um, but you know, every step of the way, like if we're, let's say, I get a placement and it's a collab beat that I did with a producer who doesn't have anything set up, doesn't have, you know, their PRO set up. Doesn't have、mm. any sort of infrastructure to get paid.、Um, I'm gonna put them on game. Like once that、mm. paperwork comes through, then I'm gonna be like, "Yo, you need to, you know, get your BMI, your ASCAP, whatever. Make sure you register it. Here are the percentages. I'll send them the split sheet. Let them know, like, you know, what my pub info is, so they can input it correctly on their end. You know, I'm gonna put them up on game. So it's. It's a good situation all around, man. Like there, you really can't lose. Yeah, that's that's a hell of a lot for two hundred. That's yeah, two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of free game.、And、you know what? Just just from you saying all that, it definitely lets me know that you've been through the ringer, man, and you, you made it this far, and you're, you're just trying to help those people, man. Like to use your platform to pull other people up is just something that we all need to do more often. Cause、uh, that's that's dope. I'm taking advantage of that shit. Absolutely. Matter of fact, what's the turnaround time? Like is it like a month?、Um, it usually depends on on how much I have on my plate. Like, if I can show you,、uh, let me see. Try to flip my camera around. So I keep like a little oh shit, you know, a little whiteboard with all my collabs. So it just depends on like what other projects, how many other collabs I have in the pipeline. Yeah. But typically, you know, within like three to four days, I'll have something knocked out and send it back. And that's amazing. Get scheduled to upload. You know,、that's、to、cool. me, like. Bro, making beats is what we do as producers. So if you can, if you can collaborate with someone who's like sending you dope ideas, why not? Like if it's inspiring me to make better shit, to me that's a win-win on my end too. 
Mm-hmm. Very true. Wow. Look, we got we got to take a break from these gems, man. All right. <laughs> I got to write this down. I got to visit the website and I got to send some shit in and maybe borrow, borrow some money. You know what I'm saying? You let me hold 200. We're going to listen to some more beats still with Kato on the track, man. Uh, who we got next, bro? All right. So next up, we got Steve Skyline. Hey. And this is called The Pause. <laughs> the Pause? Like to put the like, pause yeah, on yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. We're going to take a listen to right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. People online are saying, Steve, fire emojis, spooky, more fire emojis, joints dope, they're filling it online, but I got to talk to B-Club here. Fellas, are we keeping the cut in this beat? How we feel about it? We cutting this beat? If you're going to cut it, speak up. Anybody, anybody. I'm not. Uh, no, nah, 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 I'm not. I'm cutting. running with it. You running I'm with running it? I'm running with it. Yeah. yeah I'm going to run with it. Yeah, I don't, I don't have anything I, bad to say about it. Yeah. It just needs an artist. That's I, probably what it is. There was some empty space there during like that delay on the on the sample at one point in time. And I was like, oh, something felt like it needed to be there. It might be an artist. I, I think that too. Yeah, it was. It felt like it was skipping almost. Yeah, just just a little bit. But uh, Kato, man, I mean, are you back from your island? What you thinking? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm kind of borderline on this, but I'm a I'm a keep it. I agree that it, it might just need an artist. You know, sometimes you listen to those beats and. You feel like there's something missing, but then you remember, okay, maybe it just needs a vocalist on it. Yeah. So overall, it sounds like unanimous. Yeah, that's unanimous. Unanimous. Keep it. Keep it. Bong. What we got next? Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, my guy. Yeah. Let's go. So next up, we got Slim Jones, and this is called Lax and Lowriders. All the way from Memphis, Tennessee. Let's take a listen right now on the B-Club podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go.
about it people online saying this shit's pimping i was by just emoji. about to say that <laughs> sound like pimping since pimp pimping since been pimping they say i hear big crit on this joint uh dope more fire emojis but uh fellas we gotta talk about it is anybody cutting this beat keep that's a keep yeah it's keep yeah i'm keep that i'm kind of biased that's my that's my dog right there yeah <laughs> yo yo uh slim man i was saying you found your pocket family like from the last couple of beats I've just heard from you, you found your pocket, and I, I like where you're at, definitely sonically. So, uh, sure. sounds like unanimous. Keep it, keep it, keep it. Right. <laughs> He's like, that's my shit. <laughs> so, so check it out. Um, we got a beat that's coming from Georgia. All right. So, uh, okay. Yeah, no bias, Kato. I <laughs> no, no bias. Who we got? Who we got? Who's this person? All right. So next up, we got uh, Jezreel, and this is called Gambler. Uh, let's take a listen right now on the B Club podcast. Keep it or cut it. Let's go. Let's talk about this one. Uh, people are saying 90 on the highway. Pretty cool beat. I like this keep. It got a vibe a little different. Uh, what the hell is that rap sound? I'm thinking the same thing. I'm not sure if it's your tag or it's part of the I don't know what it is. That was probably the most annoying part about the beat. But uh, Yeah, it, sound, it sounded like that was like the end of the loop or something like maybe. that. That's they could have did getting. something with like, that. It was like a verse was probably about to start or something or like wherever they sampled it from. That's what I That's what I thought. Do, do we do we let that get in the way of a of a keep? Like, I feel like because of that and because they sent it like that, I I like it, but I I, I can't keep it because of that. It's, I'm, it, I'm gonna safe I'm gonna safe keep it because of because of the vibe that you know was the, vibe. the drums with the sample. I think it was cool, um, but yeah, I think like it, they could have like treated the sample like you know like added you know like some filters and things like that to kind of. You know, to to make it not feel as repetitive, and especially with that coming back at the end of the loop each time. Yes. But other than that, like it was like an infectious groove. Like it, you know, it felt good. You it had the nod I mean? factor. Everybody yeah. was nodding. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
So, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a safe keeper. Safe keeper, you know. Yeah. Artificial wavy. What's the word? I was gonna say the same thing. I almost wanted to hear like a somebody come and play the bass on it, just to add something, something different. Since the sample kept like going in circles. And yeah. Shit. But like you said, it's infectious. I'm a safe keeper though. Kato on the track. What's the word? I think the foundation is there. Like I really like what he did. I was just waiting for like some sort of B section to come in, some kind of yeah. change up. You know, I I think it did get repetitive. It just felt like a, a loop to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna say cut it, man. I think he fell a little bit short. Ooh, got to cut it from Kato. So wait, wait. So wait, who who cut it? Well, it's a you safe. cut it. You cut it. It's it's Kato a cut. It's a cut. It's a cut. It's a cut. Yeah, hey, it's a cut. Yeah. All right, cool. Good looks, Kato, for cut. Sounds like a cut. Really dope foundation, though. I hate to do that, too, because my man was from Georgia, but... <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. You got to come correct when you're from when you're from my home state. Tell him. Tell him. Uh, That's what's up. Question real quick, though. Um, I, I want you to speak about your, your venture with the uh, the Music Entrepreneur Club. Okay, with DJ Payne One, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... Right after the funk volume situation, um, I told you I was kind of in a weird place where I was trying to figure out what the next step in my career, what the next progression in my career would be. And I recognized, I identified the lack of education in the producer community. And, you know, me having been through those experiences, I felt like I was somewhat qualified to speak on it. So I just started like, you know, I got a Wix uh, website. Just put it up on my website, like, yo, join my beat club program. And I coincidentally called it beat club. Um, <laughs> destiny, it bro. It's destiny, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. And that's when beat club started. Um, and so I was like charging people $25 a month to join my program. And I would do live streams with them. And uh, shortly after, uh, Dame Ritter, who was the former... CEO of the label I was on, Funk Volume, he started his own kind of online mentorship program called Music Entrepreneur Club. Mm -hmm. But his was targeted more towards artists, managers, executives, that kind of thing. So I called him one day and I was like, yo, why don't we just merge? Like, why don't we just make this one thing? And so that's when Beat Club, Music Entrepreneur Club merged. Uh, I brought DJ Payne one on, on board just because he's so knowledgeable about you know the business side of music and he has a lot of experience so it's all three of us now and and we run music entrepreneur club together and the and so for people that want like uh when they go to music entrepreneurship uh, entrepreneur club what are they yep. really going to get once they go there so what we do are like live live streams um our entire program it's not like we sell you a pre-made video or some kind of program um, every single week you're getting new content live so we bring on special guests and we've had you know our just our last session on uh, our last session was with the founder of audio Mac um, and we've had like multi-platinum Grammy Grammy nominated producers we've had really really successful people in their fields come to beat club and talk about their experiences just share knowledge you know and and answer questions directly from our members wow yo so, the knowledge is out there you just keep it's a live platform for 
um, music education and and networking. That's what it is. Oh, Kato got the plug for all the knowledge, fam. All right. Yo, knowledge. Kato, <laughs> what, what what do you use for production, man? What's your what's your weapon of choice? What's what you what you rocking with these days? Uh, I use Reason. I'm a longtime Reason user. Gang, gang. Another Reason. Another Reason, reason gang. Gang, all gang. gang. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you use? Yeah. Been using it since like 2004, man. Long time. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're a rare breed out here. Reason yeah. users and hip hop, like you don't find that too often. So we got to stick together. That's right. That's what it is. Did you have a question about the branding thing as well? Oh uh, Yeah, I just wanted to know, um, can, can you speak on the importance of branding for producers because i think a lot of producers think they can just sit in their room all day and make beats and then they're just going to blow up like um just speak on like branding as a producer and how important it is man i can't emphasize how how important it is like branding is everything like just look at the look at the environment that we're in with the music industry there are a million other producers trying to do the same thing as you so if you're not able to distinguish yourself from the rest in some way then you're just going to get lost in the mix you know so the only way that you can do that is by developing a brand and i think a lot of producers and even artists too kind of get confused or they don't know exactly what that means but when i say brand it's like everything it's the it's the music you know how people feel when they listen to your shit mm-hmm. like you think Ninth Wonder, when you think Dr. Dre, when you think Pharrell, when you think, you know, any great producer, even the new ones, they have a very distinct sound. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Um, I think your voice and and what you what your story is, I think that's part of it. Your brand can be your personality, you know, it, how you represent yourself visually, like it's all of those things combined. So um the brand is where the money's at period i know uh i think you said something before where you were like uh producers should start thinking more like artists mm-hmm. like the actual artists and being in the forefront more and kind of putting their face out there just for exposure um because we, we're seeing that more and more nowadays like that's a that's a really big thing and that's really difficult for you know the introvert which is why we do what we do exactly <laughs> you know what i mean 100 percent, and that's why i love y'all for what you do because you know you are you guys are develop. You guys are your own brand. Like Beat Club, the podcast is a brand. So mm-hmm. yeah, when it when it comes to producers, like that was one of the major takeaways uh, that I got from being on Funk Volume, being so close with with artists on an independent level, is really understanding how they brand themselves as artists. You know, like mm-hmm. what what are artists doing that people are attracted to, like that that gains you such a loyal following Mm -hmm. um and that was that was a huge takeaway for me so i i just tried to use those same um kind of principles and apply them to what i was doing got you now kate i'm I'm gonna need you to back me up on something man because we go through this from uh every now and then in our dm and sometimes even our email uh from some producers that just don't have the right approach when uh (laughs) (laughs) when uh trying to get our attention so Mm -hmm. um they, they sometimes listen to us, but I, I want to hear what you have to say about the right approach as far as, hey, I have some music. I would like you to listen to it. Bro, it's so funny that you just said that because <laughs> I, I literally just made 
uh, a video for Instagram that I was going to post today, but I, I posted something else instead. I'll probably post it tomorrow, though, about how to approach people if you want to collab or just reach out or, or network in general, right? And I think, you know, so many people get it wrong on step one. Mm -hmm. I would say, so step one is the approach itself, like just learning how to make a first impression on someone. So is the first impression you want to make on someone really, yo, check out my music and then drop a link? Like there, <laughs> nothing makes me want to close the DM quicker than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I think you have to understand like number two, that you have to have something to bring to the table. If you don't bring something to the table mm -hmm. and you are asking this person for something, whether it's for a collab or whether it's for an introduction or to put you on, whatever the fuck it is, like you have to bring something tangible to the table. Um, and that can be an audience. Maybe you have a built in following or an audience that's loyal that would make sense to cross promote. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have a product that you can barter with, you know, a product that would be valuable to the person that you're reaching out to. Um, maybe you do business with them. I always say sometimes the best way to get in front of someone is to do business with them first, you know, because mm -hmm. at least that shows that you are serious about what you do and you're willing to invest in what you're doing. And that's a reason for that person to take you seriously. Because we all know like our DMs stay lit, I'm sure. And yeah. probably 90% of them just started making music within the past like year, you know? Um, so to me, it's kind of hard to filter through all that. But if someone hits me and they're like, yo, let's collab, how much do you charge? Um, boom, they send through the money and you you get in my face just just doing that doing business um and then i i would say the last part is just to is just to not be confident in your music and not oversell yourself <laughs> you know a lot of times an artist will approach me and they'll be like yo i'm the ne i'm next up in my city i've opened for so and so like you know i i got fucking 5000 streams on spotify like they're just doing the most to try and convince me yeah. that they are someone that I should pay attention to yep. without pointing out the obvious fact that the music is the most important part of that, you know? Mm -hmm. So let your music speak for itself, be confident. Um, and if you get turned down, like, welcome to the music industry. Like for every win, you're gonna experience 50 to 100 losses. Yeah. So all it, all it that, takes is one yes. All it takes is one yes, 100%. And you're going to get 100 no's before that. But um, that's just the reality of the industry we're in. And, and you got to you gotta thank that person for their time and just keep it moving. Yep. Wow. Um, also, with the, uh, uh, there, are over, there is an overwhelming amount of platforms out there for producers. And a lot of the times, I like to take into consideration the broke-ass producer because we've all been there. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got the equipment, but you don't. You don't really have the money to kind of uh, invest in anything else. And with all these platforms, especially, let's say, following you, you you have so many different social media platforms on Smash. It's kind of like, well, how do I follow up or how do I compare, compete with that? So for the producer that's flat broke and wants to just start getting out there, what two platforms would you say would be the best to start on just out the gate? I don't think there are two platforms that are better 
than any others. I think it really depends on which platform speaks the best to your audience. Okay. So you have to really understand, like, number one, where is your audience? Because the demographics on Snapchat are very different from the demographics on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And Twitter is very different from Instagram. Like, they all have different... Uh, they all have different kind of characteristics. So I think you, number one, have to understand which platform works best for you and then just go super hard on that one first. Um, and to speak to your point about being broke, I believe me, no one understands that more than me. But once I realized that it doesn't cost anything to create content, mm-hmm. like to just shoot a video like this of you like playing keys yeah. or just you know, just talking to people and engaging with your fans, that doesn't cost you anything, you know? And these platforms are free. Instagram is free. Twitter is free. Facebook is free. Now, if you want to run ads, that's different. But as far as actually getting your shit on these platforms where you can reach billions of people, Mm -hmm. that's all free, you know? So take advantage of it. And and I'll ask this as well. just because I don't, I don't like uh, the idea of like, yo, man, you know, I'm going to get into this music game because I'm just about to make a ton of fucking money right away. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, if you could let us know, um, how long did it really take for you to actually reap the benefits of all the hard work you put in? I think to reap it consistently, it, it took me about seven years of just nonstop grinding, you know? And when I say nonstop, I don't I don't mean like I took six month breaks or fell off for a couple like day in and day out for seven years straight. Mm. After that, then I was able to create a a consistent revenue stream from from my music. Um, But it was a struggle, man. I mean, it's not easy. Were you treating it like a job, like an eight hour work shift? Are you just going to like you woke up till you went to sleep? Bro, when you when you're when you're an entrepreneur, period, there is no such thing as clocking in and out. Like, even even now, you know, I'll be I'll be up on Saturday nights, just like working, chopping up video clips, or working on beats, working on collabs, following up with people via email. Even when I'm sitting in front of TV, the TV, I'm still on my phone, replying to comments or opening up my DMs, replying to emails, like. It literally never turns off. So if you're not about that and you want to have like, you know, month long vacations and not have to worry about work, then music business is probably not for you. You heard it. You heard it. There, <laughs> man. That, yo, thank you for summing all that up. I got a couple more questions for you, man. And uh, I think I'm going to ask him after we get to like a couple more beats. Can we get like one or two more beats yeah, in? Yeah. You know, because like I said, we got to take the break from the gems. Just to let them marinate for a little bit. <laughs> Who we? Oh, we got some. Oh, who yeah, we got, got a few left. Um, let's um. You want to pick, or you just want to go in order? What's nah, up? Let's go in order. I let's think go. we'll be good. Um, I don't even know how to say this. This from Philly. Yeah, this is Verse G. I don't know. You, all you, bro. And it's just called <laughs> Mean with a lot of ends. Let's take a listen to it right now the B Club podcast. Keep it a cut. It. Let's go. Beat 
That was different. That was yeah. I, I appreciated that shit. Like I don't even know what yeah. to say. Yeah. I, that yeah. Um, you know what? When we yeah, don't I'm know what to say. That. Yep, we going to marry. <laughs> you keeping that marry? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely keeping that. I mean, that, that was like uh, a breath of fresh air for today. Like you know, like you know, we like to hear different vibes and different sounds, different approaches, and I like the approach on that man. Like that that was dope. It was clever. Like, yeah, I rock with it. I um, AV. <laughs> What's species? Yo, Kato uh, on the track, man. What's the word? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that shit took me on a journey. Um, I'm definitely <laughs> keeping that. Uh, yeah, like you know what? I'm I'm gonna go out on the limb, man. Nah, it's, beat it's, of the week. Yeah, I think so. I'm putting it out there. That shit trolled mm. us for real, like homies. Like I like when it started, <laughs> I wasn't prepared for it, and I was like, okay. But then when the tempo switch and just how everything picked up, and then. Just everything about it. Like, I haven't heard anything like that on the podcast in quite some time, man. I think I need to put that out there. That's my Beat of the Week nomination. People are saying, um, that one trolled us. Uh, I would like a better <laughs> kick on it. Keep it, keep it. They're filling it online. Uh, sounds like unanimous? Sound like unanimous. Keep it. Damn. Keep it. Wow. Yo, brothers. I'm, I'm about to sign off, man. You done with your massage? Do, man, <laughs> just definitely want to, uh, Say peace to Cato, man. Thanks, thanks for rocking with us today, man. We appreciate your time, man. Hey, um, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, man, this is it's dope what you're doing, and and artists, producers out there, take advantage of of that collab with Cato opportunity, and also, you know, piggyback that idea too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I would advise y'all to, you know, start trying to do the same thing too, like amongst yourselves. I mean, I think that's a that's a dope idea, and that doesn't mm-hmm. that doesn't hurt Cato's business if if people kind of be inspired yeah. and kind of do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's mm-hmm. a dope ass idea, man. I, I commend you for that. Yeah, thank yeah. you. I'm gonna have to raise my prices after this podcast. Yeah, yeah <laughs> do, do that that's shit. It. That's all. That's all that happens. That's it. Price go up. <laughs> wow. All right, motivate, all right, brothers. I right, get Peace your happy lesson. ending, yo. Oh shit, yeah. Get your happy ending <laughs> off air, bro. All right, peace. Um, yeah, man, that that yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, you know what? Do we want to do one more before we wrap up? Who's is it from? Can- that's from Canada. Yeah, it's from. Canada. Let's do one more before we wrap up. But all right, is it a new person? Yeah, it is. So this is uh, I think you say it, Chi Beats, and this is called No Complaints. I'm right, gonna take a listen to right now the Beat Club Podcast. Keep it a cut. Let's go.
Um, yeah, B Club, we're going to talk about this. I, I think we are old, AV, and I, I think I feel like my parents now because yeah, they just took something y'all I liked. And, young producers, man, sampling shit from when I was a kid, making me feel old as dirt now. Uh, we keeping this beat? Uh, it wasn't bad. I could I could hear it on the mix. This is this is true, but I it ain't like bad. it. <laughs> so I'm going to cut it. So it's between you and Kato right now because I, I ain't like it. It didn't make me feel good. You know what I mean? But, uh... So you keeping it? You keeping it, bro? Um, yeah, I'm gonna keep it. Like, right. It wasn't bad. It wasn't wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Either. That beat's not mine. I'm good. <laughs> um, Kato on the track, man. What's the word on this beat, bro? Uh, man, I'm I'm kind of with you. I'm a uh, I'm gonna have to cut it. I, I appreciate you. Just I know that. I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad. You know what? It wasn't horrible. Yeah. Um, I think we just you know hold. sometimes when like beats just feel kind of. Uh, feels kind of stock, like feels kind of um, just perfectly sequenced and everything just sounds super clean. Uh, it didn't really have any like soul to it. It didn't have any like vibe to it really, um, at least for me, but it wasn't bad. Yeah, I think it was banking on nostalgia a little bit too much because I felt like they would have did something with the sample or at least the, the track that we recognized. I don't yeah, know. Just a little, right. little. But uh, it sounds like AV, you're on AV Island right now, bro. That's cool. I ain't mad at the cut, though. <laughs> so check it out, man. Uh, we spent this time with Kato on the track. Kato, man, if you got anything that you wish to plug, anything that you wish to tell people, just uh, we want to give you that moment just to drop it, man, and let people know where they can find you, uh, what what they need to look out for. The, the time is yours. So uh, talk that talk, fam. Man. Just just follow me on social media. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook is Kato Producer, K-A-T-O Producer, one word. Um, if any of you producers or artists out there are interested in really learning how to create a career in the music industry, then I highly recommend you follow Music Entrepreneur Club on Instagram um, and then join, go to our website, join up we have a free two-week trial and you can get access to all of our exclusive content you can binge watch on our videos um it's just a lot of good information so i i highly recommend that but b club i, I want to thank y'all too man i appreciate y'all so much yo thank for you for you taking do. the time out the schedule man and definitely. just vibing with us and speaking on the beats because i know we appreciate it but also know the producers appreciate it as well man definitely uh, and yo keep doing everything that you're doing like i said we needed we needed people like you like 10, 15 years ago when the boy's mind was hot. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, family. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon, man. And hopefully we'll be down there sure. eating dinner with you and stuff. You know what I mean? And seeing what's good, Yo, man. I'm, I'm going to definitely come up to Mass and, and hit y'all up yep. and slide through. Let us know, word, man. Word. But peace and blessings, man. Have a good one. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Enjoy your Sunday. Yes, sir. Peace. All right. So I did nominate a beat of the week. Okay. Yes, did. And um, I don't know if there's any others that contested because we didn't, we, no one else mentioned anything. So I'm just gonna say fuck it and go with the beat of the week. Um, oh, that was the photo. Oh shit, <laughs> smart boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh damn, told you. That is outcast. Slicked out. All right, so the, what did I nominate for the beat of the week? That was the uh, it was the meme number fifteen. Verse G. Yes. Yeah. Can we pull this back up? So check it out. Uh. Verse G, man. Um, you are now nominated for Beat of the Week, which means you get to compete for Beat of the Month. I think this beat was awesome just because of uh, the voyage and, and the journey it took us on today. Very different, very refreshing. So uh, this is 
why it is what it is. Artificial Avi man, uh, before we go, anything that you want to say to the people? Yeah, I'm trying to find some details right now because. Oh, I thought she's about to read a scripture or some nah, shit. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I ain't get like that yet. I wasn't sure. But, um. Shit, I got to play Marin today, huh? Yeah. So. The next event we got up is on February 18th, 2019. Make sure y'all save the date. This is an all-ages all show, so bring your kids, your grandma, your great-uncles, all that. They could all come through. And, um, yeah, we're celebrating our two-year anniversary of doing the mm. Beat Club podcast. Mm. Shout-out to the Go Network. <laughs> oh, Lil John ain't... Oh, Lil John died. All right, never mind. <laughs> and also, it's our 100th episode. That's a big deal. That's a very big deal. We've been doing this shit a long time. Yeah. I'm actually like talking. Yeah. I'm doing an outro, motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all better come. Bring all your kids. Please. Come fuck with us. Come celebrate with us, man. Um, We got any other things coming up? Uh, As of right oh, now, man, I know we just need to put out some more writer's blocks. That's what we're working on now. Um, Yeah, we've been... And yeah, we've been slacking on that. We'll we'll get back on that. And uh, we got some things in the works for uh, for people that really rock with us in the next couple of months. So uh, be on the lookout for that. But we'll announce it once it's officially launched. But um, besides that, I don't I don't know if there's anything else. I think that's it. Actually, um, I ain't got no cool words this time. No cool words. Nah. Sometimes it's cool to be speechless. I think Cato dropped all the gems, so we good. We good uh, today. Uh, I just want to say shout out to the Go Network for holding it down, as well as Motivate Marin for calling in, and big shout out to Kato on the track for spending some time with us today, dropping all those gems, as well as the people that have been watching on Facebook Live. We love the producer community. Um, we just say this, and this is my model for 2019. I'm going to try to practice it as much as I can. Fuck a like, do a share. If you like something, might as well just share it anyways. We all got these platforms. They're all free, like Kato was saying, and uh, I feel like, yo, if I, if I really appreciate something, I want to share it with the world. So um, stop being stingy with your feed or whatever it is and share, share, share. Put it out there because that's how, that's how we're all going to grow in this world uh, with our craft and with our, with our musicianship. So um, yeah, if I like your shit, I'm going to share it. Definitely. Uh, besides that, man, because I can say it on the radio, I'm going to say it right now. She, she, we, we out. out. The Beat Club. The Beat Club.